This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 101, Questions and Answers with The Washington Post, Part 1, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the next 100 episodes of Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And we just celebrated our big 100th episode on Friday. So if you didn't hear that episode, definitely go and check it out. We took questions from you, the listener, and answered them. And it was a lot of fun. And because it was so much fun, we decided to bring you this post from Mr. Money Mustache, where he answers a ton of questions from his readers. And it's so long, yet so useful, that I'll be reading this post all week. Think of it like a continuation of episode 100, except Mr. Money Mustache is the one answering the questions. But before we get into it, just a quick reminder that you can get your hands on three incredibly useful spreadsheets for free. All you need to do is come by oldpodcast.com, that's oldpodcast.com, and sign up for our mailing list. Once you're in, you'll get the digital downloads automatically, plus you'll be entered to win books every month. For a faster way to join, simply text the word financial to the number 44222. Now let's get to the Q&A and start optimizing your life. Questions and Answers with the Washington Post, Part 1, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. On May 13th of this year, I had the chance to log into a special chit-chat system hosted by the Washington Post and field a bunch of live questions from their readers in response to the interview I had done with that paper's business section a few days earlier. I found this to be great fun. The questions flowed in at high speed to a box on the right, and I was able to click on any of them and type out my response before moving on to the next one. It was a little bit like being the main fighter in a kung fu movie where a circle of opponents dives in from all directions and you have to dispatch each one as quickly as possible before spinning around to address the next. The answers are fast and furious, and I typed at top speed for a full hour. But the end result was pretty entertaining and maybe even informative if you're a newer reader and any of these questions were things you might have wanted to ask. Enjoy! Howdy everyone, thanks for joining this chat. Question. Love MMM. Just wanted to say hi to Mr. Money Mustache and thank you. Since the article ran in the post, I have devoured the MMM archives. Although we are not trying to retire anytime soon, your simple message has me rethinking what's really important to me and my family. I have long felt uncomfortable with our consumerism without being able to put my finger on why. Answer. Thanks very much. That is a good point. Although I love to write about early retirement, the blog is really about living a better life, which comes in part from letting go of materialism a bit. Even if you never want to retire, you can live better by shopping less and living more. Question from Frugal But Spend on Things You Don't. Hi there. Great work on your blog, by the way. Many of your posts on rethinking how you look at the world, habits, and giving your readers the confidence to be outliners are fantastic. Do you believe you have many readers who, like myself, love what they are doing professionally and have no intention of retiring, even your definition of it, anytime soon? Maybe even readers living very different lives than your own and spending differently but frugally? For example, we leverage many of your great insights to not living the American dream based on stuff, but we do spend money at upscale thrift stores, unnecessary business attire, as well as iPhones, MacBook, travel for business, and hair and makeup. Is it the power of having the mindset that you also do 
but living and spending based on our goals and values that contributes to your large readership? Answer, I sure hope so. It is true that there are so many different lifestyles available that following one like a prescription would be meaningless to most people. For example, we have only one child while others have more or zero. We're 38, which is very different from 19 or 65. But people in all situations and most countries can all benefit from the idea that when it comes to lifestyle inflation, less is often more. Question, paradox of thrift. While I appreciate your philosophy and have tried to implement some of your recommendations into my own life, I believe that it only works in moderation. My spending is somebody else's savings. If my boss decides to do the work that I do for him in order to be more mustachian, it will be very difficult for me to implement the lifestyle that you recommend because my income will have fallen. Likewise, for someone who lays off a house cleaner in order to save money. Do you believe that, somewhat paradoxically, there are limits to your philosophy and that a modern economy requires a certain amount of non-mustachianism in order to allow for mustachian behavior? Answer. This is a common criticism of thrift and savings in general, but from an economics perspective, you can balance the lack of demand with a lack of supply and still end up in a happy situation. If we all reduced our demand for consumption, but also reduced our desire to produce, i.e. shortened our work weeks or retired earlier, we could have better lives. In fact, by saving and investing more, you provide more capital for new business creation and displace the need for the government to do it, which can actually boost innovation. Economists tend to repeat the phrase, capital is always scarce. However, certain products might cease to exist, like Cadillac Escalades, while we might choose to spend more of our income on other amenities, say public parks or renewable energy. Both of these goods require human labor to provide and generate jobs. You can learn more about that by looking for an article called What If Everyone Became Frugal at MrMoneyMustache.com. Question on healthcare. I enjoy your philosophy and could retire myself at 44, but for potential healthcare costs. How do you address that problem? And will Obamacare affect you one way or the other? Answer. Our family's health insurance costs $237 per month, which is fairly affordable. With pre-existing conditions, healthcare out-of-pocket costs can be much more, of course, but Obamacare tends to flatten the curve a bit, covering pre-existing conditions less expensively. From my perspective, Obamacare will probably raise my base high-deductible insurance costs slightly in exchange for greatly reducing the risk of getting dropped by the insurance company in the event of actually making a claim someday. It also eliminates the nasty lifetime maximum that was hidden in my policies. You can learn more on that by looking for a post called Our New $237 Per Month Health Insurance Plan, again, at MrMoneyMustache.com. A question on the best place for early retirement. What are the characteristics of a location when planning early retirement? Is America the best place for pre-early retirement? Answer, I am pretty inexperienced in this area as I've only really lived in two countries so far. The U.S. is definitely favorable because it combines great variety in incomes and living locations with low taxes. But many more adventurous people prefer to combine a U.S.-style income with living in Thailand or Mexico or other lower-wage countries where the same money goes even further. One of my points, however, is that raising your material standard of living, having a cook and maid, for example, doesn't make you any happier, so living in the U.S. with even a below-average level of spending is still a great life. A question on retirement income. When I retire, I hope to have a large sum of money in the bank and other investments to provide a steady income. If I understand correctly, most of your income comes from a rental house. Isn't that risky? I have a friend who lost a pretty penny with a rental property. 
They require regular maintenance, and just a few months without a renter can quickly eat up the profits for the year. Yes, he was still paying a mortgage on the property. Answer. I agree. For some people who want an effortless retirement, stocks or other fully passive investments are best. For others who enjoy it, rental houses in the right city can provide a much higher return on investment even after accounting for maintenance and paying someone to manage it for you. In my case, I like renting out and renovating houses, even though I could sell it and live off stock dividends instead. In fact, I'm even shopping for another one just for the thrill of contributing to my old neighborhood by fixing up more of the houses. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled Questions and Answers with the Washington Post by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. And like I mentioned at the top of the show, you can get some free spreadsheets from us here at Optimal Finance Daily and be entered to win a book every single month if you're a part of our little family at oldpodcast.com. All you have to do is enter your email address there and everything will be sent to you automatically. Or you can text the word financial to the number 44222. And I'll leave this ending nice and short for you today and we'll continue with this Q&A tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from amazing bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.